Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Strategy Game Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Shippey, and today we'll be talking about what you can do when you feel like you're hitting max capacity. How many times recently have you felt overwhelmed or like you can't handle one more thing? So I'm picturing a game of Jenga, right? So sometimes it helps when we use these Uh, illustrations in our minds and you're stacking all of the blocks on top of each other and then you're pulling one out right as you expend energy and eventually it just feels like you're on the brink of collapse or you've already collapsed right so this episode is to help you navigate through the mental health side of things the spiritual health component and also just what to do tactically in your business and in your life that's why it's so important so capacity is the maximum amount that something can contain right and we are the, the one of the greatest lessons i feel like i've learned and repeated back to myself over the past two years is that i am a human not a robot And I want to remind you that you are a human, not a robot. We have a capacity and it can be easily reached. And I think in a time that we're in coming out of a pandemic and and all of the other things that have happened that have been chaotic in our world, we have a shorter or lesser capacity in certain ways. Maybe we have a greater capacity in some ways to do things we've never done before, like spend so much time at home or be more content at home, be content with less, right? There are all kinds of things and it's great to think for you, what does that look like? But we also have uh, a lesser capacity in some ways, right? So the capacity that we can contain, I know that I can't run in the same way that I used to. I can't produce 20 episodes in one day. Like I used to sit and just churn out, but I've got to pull back and be more mindful of how many breaks am I taking When am I just sitting down and resting? When am I reading? When am I going on a walk? When am I building in time in my day that I'm actually just not cranking things out like a robot, but I'm actually just being more intentional about my time and managing my capacity? And that's really taken a lot for me being uh, an achiever, a producer, and a sometimes perfectionist. Uh, It's been a growth process. And so what does that look like for you? Have you reached your capacity at different moments, especially throughout the last few years? And I would challenge you to think about those moments and what they looked like for you. Um, Have you reached your capacity at home with your family, maybe in some relationships where you just feel exhausted and done and like you have nothing else left to give? Have you reached your capacity as an entrepreneur, a business owner, um, you know, a founder or a, a team member of a nonprofit where you're just saying, I'm not sure how much else I can do. I'm not sure what else needs to be done and I don't even know where else to go from here. That is okay. And sometimes that's a good thing. And if you listen back to our previous episode, we really talked about the ways that you can navigate these seasons of maybe a transition or pivot or a time where you feel like you're kind of at a loss and you need some new fresh inspiration. And so we've all hit new max capacity levels. And I believe that it's an open door for a new strategy, 
maybe a new consistency in a different way as your business or your nonprofit or just you in your life becomes uh, someone who reaches new heights. And I think that we can only reach new heights when we're able to be flexible and we're able to think about constantly iterating. And that's looking at all the pieces that make up who you are, who your business is, who your nonprofit is, and asking how you can do it differently. So pulling back and sometimes, okay, let me preface this. There's an emotional layer or barrier. And I believe that actually has to be cleared out of the way first, because if we don't clear it out, then our brains literally cannot think clearly in order to process what we need to process to come up with logical and tactical solutions. So that's actually proven neuroscience, right? That uh, emotions can, I don't want to say get in the way because emotions are a good thing. Emotions actually force us to get change, right? To reach out for certain things um, and make a difference. I know that for me personally, with a situation I was experiencing uh, with my daughter that became you know, so difficult for me emotionally, I kept hitting the wall and I was exhausted and I didn't know where else to go. And it forced me to look for alternatives. It forced me to look for solutions. And once I was able to acknowledge that like, this is really hard and let people in and actually vent or talk about how it was hard, just recognize it. And we talk about this a lot, bringing the subconscious to the conscious mind. Then I was able to take a pause, right? Just take a pause, take some rest, zone out, do whatever I needed to do to be able to just get a break or a breather and then come back to the situation and make some space to figure out what the next move should be. And that's strategy, right? And so we need that in our lives. We need it in our businesses. We need it in our nonprofits. We need it everywhere. And so think how powerful the world would be and we would be as individuals and as teams if we thought in this way. So if we were just regularly scheduling in maybe any kind of accountability or time for us to say, hey, I'm feeling this. This is what's coming up for me. Why am I hitting this wall? And then giving ourselves some space, white space to rest or get recharged or replenished in the way that we do. And this is where we talk about active and passive rest. So what are those mechanisms that you can use to do that? And then return to the situation and say, okay, now I'm ready to look at this from a strategy lens. What do I need to do now? What comes next? So as with any good growth engine, here are a couple things that prove helpful when managing your capacity, because we do have to manage it. We do have to pay attention to it. It is always going to be there. It's not going to go away. The fact that we are um, not robots, uh, that we are humans. And so scheduling regular times of auditing all systems and processes into your business to streamline inefficiencies. So I would say, just as you're returning, look at the systems and processes, You know whether this is a life situation, a business situation, a nonprofit situation, maybe what do I need to cut out? Is there something I need to cut out? Is there something I need to delegate? And then continuously defining roles or practicing that delegation as you reach 
new levels of growth or you reach just different seasons. So just a reminder here that seasons change frequently and especially, you know, over the last two years, I believe we're living in a time where seasons are changing and they're going to shift and things are going to remain uh, very agile and frequently changing. And so we've got to shift our mindsets to keep up with that. So I think number one, the mindset shift we need to make is that things are not going to go back to the way they used to be. We've got to be continuously flexible, open and adaptive to just figuring out, okay, what does it look like right now? And what changes do I need to make? I often uh, compare this to a Rubik's cube, our businesses, or even our nonprofits or our lives. Like, okay, here we are. What do we need to do now? What changes do we need to make? How do we need to shift? And then number three, considering new avenues, just considering if it's your business, are there partnerships? Are there, you know, is it an offering that needs to shift for you? Like offering a digital course, or is there another way that now, since people are shifting so much that they need to take in information, the same if it's something with your family, you know, or your, your life at home or friendships or even personal life has something shifted and is it calling for a different solution or a different response or a different reaction, right? So I would just encourage you now after listening to this episode to take five, just remove those distractions and really think through how can I do this differently today? That's what you want to ask yourself on a recurring basis. And then how can you add in maybe some accountability so that you can you can ask yourself this question on a regular basis and make it a routine or a habit. So thanks for listening in. I'm going to drop the link to this specific blog post uh, that I was the inspiration for this episode. And then for more, as always, head to www.storywork.co.